Good afternoon and welcome to Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. I'm on my own again today. Aubrey Mast and Ruth Linninger are off on vacation. Gee, I wish I could be with them, but I'm not. I'm here in the studio and I'm going to try to give us a, a good show today about a topic that I know everybody knows about and has been talking about for a long time now. It's about the COVID vaccines. And I'm going to call this show COVID Vaccines. Please be careful. Well, why do you say that, Dr. Benz? Well, the reason I say it is that the vaccines were never given any long-term tests. And what we have been finding out is uh, there's a price to pay for not having these long-term tests because we're learning about things every day that we might have known if we had the benefit of these tests. So let me say some things right off the, the top that maybe are misconceptions on the part of some of the people uh, in the country. Vaccines do not protect 100%, all right? So just because you have the vaccine, you've had two of them, doesn't mean you can take your mask off and go to parties and you know do whatever you want. Uh, it's still a time to be very cautious. Uh, vaccines reduce the risk of death and they reduce the severe symptoms, but only for about 80 to 90% of people. And now what we're finding out is there's a lot of breakthrough cases. In other words, these are people who've had both vaccinations and they're getting COVID anyway. And some of them are even becoming long haulers and dying. There's now been 12,000 deaths uh, breakthrough deaths of people who've had both vaccines and still have passed away. And in Israel, where they do a lot of serious research and studying on this topic, the number of breakthrough cases, and that is the people who've actually got both vaccinations, but have still got, uh, got the COVID infection, is now equal to the number of unvaccinated people who are getting infected. That's a first. And if that happens in the United States, then there's scientists and doctors saying that COVID may never go away, that we'll never have the herd immunity that we were hoping for. So this is just something that just is coming out in the news all the time. We're watching all these scientific studies. So this is something to be very, very careful about because you don't want to just assume that you are one of the people that's going to be able to say fly through this without a problem because it may be that after a week or two uh, you'll get reinfected and uh, you have to be careful so that you can do other things to augment your vaccination and that's what i want to i want to discuss with you a little bit today um, people can still get covid and they can still spread covid so when we go to the store, I mean, we have our masks on all the time. And I tell people whether you're vaccinated or not, you should have your mask on. You should practice social distancing. Um, when you're in smaller groups of people that you know very well and you know what their behavior is and you know they're not out partying at night and going into group situations, then probably you can, you know, take your mask off and be a little bit closer to those people. But you have to use good judgment. So one of the things that we're recommending for everyone, whether they're vaccinated or not vaccinated, 
is you have three or four things in the house at all times. And the one would be vitamin C. The other would be a good supply of vitamin D uh, in soft gels. Uh, another would be a good supply of zinc tablets at a ratio of 15 uh, parts of zinc to one part of copper. And also some quercetin, which is a very powerful anti-inflammatory. I like to add to that, I have some olive leaf extract. I use a product by Barleen's called Olive Leaf Complex. I have that in my refrigerator at all times. And you might want to add another product called ACF. It stands for Acute Cold and Flu, and it's a combination product. And I like it because it has about 10 different antivirals and antibacterials in it. It's made by uh, a company, Buried Treasure, I think is the name of the company, Buried Treasure. So ACF uh, stands for acute cold and flu. So vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and that zinc-copper ratio, quercetin, olive leaf extract, and ACF. Now, at the first signs of any symptoms, and it doesn't matter whether this is a cold or a flu, I don't care what it is, if you start to take one of these every hour. And so you do your C first, and then your D the next hour, and then your zinc the next, and then your corset the next, and then your olive leaf. If you do that, what happens, whether it's a bacteria or a virus, these, these viruses and they, these bacteria, they can, they can mutate, all right? And so if you hit them with something different every hour, then their chances to mutate are not very good, and you push them back very quickly. So in most cases, if it's just a cold or a seasonal flu, you can get rid of these symptoms in hours, six, seven hours. If it's the COVID, it would usually take maybe a day or a day and a half. Now with the Delta variant, it may take two days or three days, but you can still push it back and avoid having to go to the hospital and do the steroids and, and, and all the oxygen machine uh, that they have to do in the hospital. And so to me, it's better to do this stuff at home and do it properly with the right uh, scientific-based protocols. And so all these things have a massive amount of scientific studies behind them and viruses of all kinds over 20 and 30 years, tens of thousands of studies. And so, yes, they say, well, you know, we don't have clinical trials on these things for COVID. Well, guess what? You don't have clinical trials on your vaccines either, all right? You did some quick studies, but you didn't have the long-term studies. So you still don't have uh, the, the good science for your vaccines either. And so I would say, in addition to that, eat a low-sugar diet. And alcohol is usually sugar, so a low-alcohol diet. Um, both of them will weaken the immune, the immune system uh, they'll actually weaken your white blood cells, which are about 40 to 50% of your immune system. And just make sure you eat plenty of vegetables. And, you know, if you can't eat a lot of vegetables, at least get a good green powder drink and take the green powder drink in a shake of some kind with a low sugar formula. And that'll get you seven or eight helpings of vegetables and fruits without all the sugar in it. So those are just some ideas for both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And this is gonna help you 
to not only get, get rid of anything that you have, but also stave off any new infections that you might be looking at. So here's some emerging factoids about these vaccines. The, the Johnson & Johnson one has now been uh, pretty fairly honestly connected to the development of blood clots. And so you want to make sure that if you've got that, uh, if you've got that vaccination, you want to do what they call the D-dimer test. About a week after you've had been vaccinated, you do the D-dimer, D-I-M-E-R test, and that will tell you whether you have any new blood clots developing in your body. If it's two, three, or four weeks after you've had the vaccine, probably the D-dimer is not going to really work for you. Uh, but you're going to want to know what your blood clotting capability is, and your doctor will actually be able to add that to your blood test because the thinness of your blood and how your platelets aggregate, uh, there are actually blood tests to be able to help you to do that. If you have the Johnson & Johnson, any of the vaccines, I would recommend that you have your doctor add those tests to your annual blood test, and I would say get it done within a couple of weeks or a month after you've had the vaccine because that's the time when you want to find out. You'll want to find out later because that's going to be too late. Uh, you could have a stroke or a heart attack and that's not going to be a good thing. So what we also have been finding out that previously infected people, in other words, people who've had COVID, they're some of the people after they get the vaccine who are having the most severe reactions because their, their body already has antibodies. And so by adding more antibodies with the vaccinations, we're getting some people to have this severe reaction because the body's saying, what's going on? Why are you adding more antibodies? We've got this covered. And so initially you have like 90, 100% of antibodies. But as the weeks go by, your body says, look, we're going to reduce these antibodies down to about 10 or 20%, because that's all the level that we need to give you the protection that you need. If you had antibodies in your body for every pathogen that ever went through you and was given some kind of an immune messaging system, you'd, be, you'd look like the Stay Puff guy. You'd be 300 pounds, 500 pounds, just filled with these uh, antibodies. So your body says, look, we can handle this at about a 10 to 20% level, and that's gonna work. But even at that level, if you get the vaccination, now you're pumping 100% more uh, capability of antibodies into your body. This is why you're getting, I think, why you're getting a lot of reaction from the, uh, from the Pfizer and the Moderna especially. And we're also finding that they're getting a lot of arterial damage. The lining, the epithelial lining of the arteries are starting to show damage, which in some cases can't be repaired. There's some organs like the lungs and the heart and the brain that don't really regenerate the same as other organs do, like the liver and the, the pancreas and the kidneys. And so we're finding people that are getting lung damage that can't be treated. And so, yes, it's a small amount of people, but it's still disconcerting because you don't want to be one of those people. And so you want to take the precautions that, that you can in order to push back the virus and not let it get to this point where it's going to do damage to your key organs like the lungs and the, and the brain and the heart. So previously infected people are having the most severe problems, but 
people who didn't have it before are still having problems too. Their immune antibodies are, are also going down. So we know that this is a problem. Uh, we, we know that there's a way to treat it and work with it. And we just need everybody to pay attention to that and do the best they can to do all the things necessary to actually help build their immune system. So the next thing we want to talk about is some of the special cases like cancer people, cancer patients. They are having a really, really difficult time of this because cancer patients already have an immune challenge, all right? And so if they're given the vaccination, what we're finding is, and this is with the Pfizer one in the, in the first case that I saw, um, they're actually being tested and they're finding out that their body has no antibodies at all. And maybe it's because their body has exhausted all the antibodies that are able to be developed. But for whatever reason it is, cancer patients need to be really, really careful. And so if you're a cancer patient and you're getting uh, one of these vaccinations, you better have your doctor check you within a week or two to see not only whether you have blood clots developing, that's the D-dimer test, but also whether your white blood cells are actually starting to decline and getting to a low level. Because that, that makes you vulnerable for a reoccurrence of your cancer if you're in, in remission. And it makes it really difficult for you to keep your cancer treatments up if you're already in treatment. So this is explained by a doctor in British Columbia who uh, was on his webinar the other day and, and we, we were looking for reasons and answers as to why this was happening. Well, what he found was that each Pfizer vaccination produces about 40 trillion uh, particles that are uh, aimed at the, um, at the spike protein. But what he was finding was only about 25% of those viral elements were getting into the spike protein and the other 75% were circulating in your circulatory system and doing this damage to your, uh, to your arteries. So I think this is important for, for you to know because we were always told and assumed that these spike proteins were the key and that uh, the virus was gonna be uh, stopped in those spike proteins. And while that's true, only 25% of the, uh, the mRNA element that, that goes onto the spark, spike protein is actually staying on that protein. The rest of it, 30 trillion of these different cells are now circulating around the body. This is something I didn't know until about three or four days ago. So this is the new emerging science. And what we also didn't know is that if, if you don't have symptoms, you can still have the virus doing damage to your body. And so cellular damage can occur in people who have no symptoms. They're asymptomatic and yet the virus is doing damage. And so this is damage in the heart, in the kidneys, in the, in the liver, uh, in the lungs, in the brain. And so you wanna make sure that, that you're testing a lot of uh, things for this in, in your blood tests to make sure that your body is uh, surviving the vaccination because with these white blood cells going down, 
we now know that there's also a way to bring them back up to, to good health and strength. And that is with products like astragalus, B6, B, uh, vitamin A and vitamin E, you can actually recover. And we found that out from cancer patients who were having low white blood cell counts. And then we started to find out that these different nutrients were able to increase white blood cells. And so now we can apply that knowledge to these COVID patients as well. So that's astragalus, that's an herb, and vitamin B6, and vitamin A, and vitamin E that can increase your white blood cell counts. So the, the other thing that, that's emerging now in all the science that's coming out is that natural immunity seems to be stronger than vaccine immunity. So if you've had a, an infection previously, a COVID infection in the last year or two, your immune system is stronger than if you compare it to a group who didn't have the vaccination and just got the vaccinations. And so we're finding out that the natural immunity stays longer. And so we even have a test now or a study where people who've had SARS-CoV-2 back 17 years ago, most of them still have a sufficient level of antibodies after 17 years. What we find out in the vaccines that many people are seeing a decline in their antibodies after six months, after nine months. And so this is disconcerting. So we're learning the hard way that natural immunity is actually better and stronger than vaccination immunity. So one of the other things that we're learning is that this long-term immunity COVID, uh, including the Delta variant, is still uh, better, you're still better to use a natural approach. So we talked about it before in terms of the different vitamins that are possible to be used, C and D and zinc and quercetin. But this is really important from the standpoint of those who are not vaccinated and those who are, because those who've had some infections in the past, like the SARS COVID from two, from 17 years ago, they might be better off just to add some of these nutrients and use the natural antibodies that were developed previously, they might be just as effective. So we haven't done any studies on that. We're just hypothesizing at this point. But one of the things that we do know is that over the last uh, several years, there's been a number of studies done to show what the current state of the immune system is in adults in North America. Study from Stanford University Medical School found that 88% of adults had weak immune systems. They did not have enough nutrients in their body and they didn't have enough really active, good metabolic health in order to stave off an infection. In North Carolina University study, 90% were found to be metabolically weak and immune weak. And in the National Cancer Institute study, which was a few more years earlier than that, 100% of people had a weakness in their immune system and 11 out of 14 were deficient in key nutrients that were needed to build a strong immune system. So when people tell you that they, have, they eat well and they have a strong immune system, that's just not true. Over 90% of people don't. And one of the proofs of that is in the workshops that I do, uh, I ask people at the beginning of the workshop, so how many of you think you have a good diet? And about 90% put up their hand. I have a pretty good diet. 
Then I do my workshop, and this could be a workshop called Food is Medicine or the Care and Feeding of the Brain. Whatever the topic is, it's always talking about nutrition. At the end of the workshop, I say to the, the audience, okay, how many of you think you have a good, uh, a good diet? Nobody puts up their hand. So what we have basically is a majority of people thinking they're eating a lot better than they really are. And that's one of the reasons why the vaccine is even necessary. Because if the vaccines weren't there and weren't providing the protection that they are, they are getting, then a lot of people, more people would be dying. And a lot of people would, you know, be, be sicker. And a lot more people would be uh, COVID long haulers. The problem is there's a risk in this. That uh, a, lot of, a lot of people who get the COVID are also asymptomatic and never needed the vaccine in the first place. And a lot of people, the 10 or 15% that do have a good diet, they probably don't need it either. And people who have comorbidities like chronic illnesses, they're at risk of, 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 of getting the virus, but they're also at risk of the reaction from the vaccine. So there's lots of things we don't know. Uh, what we do know is there's going to be more variants of this particular virus, and there's going to be more viruses developing in the future. So is the solution to depend on your friendly uh, pharmacist and your vaccine providers? No, I think the solution from Healing Trends with Dr. Benz is get your body straightened out, get your diet straightened out, get your supplements straightened out, and get your immune system developed and, and strengthened. And there's a test on our website that allows you to actually determine whether the, what the strength of your immune system is. And so if you really wanna answer that challenge, get that immune test and find out. So finally, I'd like to take a few minutes now to say thank you for listening to today's show and thank our sponsors. SunTrust Financial Planning is really an advanced financial planning company. I've been doing workshops for them for about 15 or 20 years. So they care a lot more than just about your financial benefits and, and the financial health that you have. They care about your physical health because if you have financial wealth but not physical health, you really don't have you don't have wealth. Southern Trust Financial Planning is a good company, and you can you can use them not just if you're in Florida, but anywhere in, in North America. DHA Labs is a lab testing company that I think is one of the strongest, has the most advanced panels for cancer, immunity, brain challenges, and so uh, if you're an individual or if you're a, a company and you want to have your employees get tested. They have the best tests and they can really provide you with the information you need to develop your wellness program and to build that employee base as healthy and, and happy as possible for long-term benefit. So DHA Labs, they're in Chicago. You can go to them online and see everything they have and, and they can actually get some questions answered from their, from their 800 number. Paddock Pools, healthiest pool manufacturer in the country because they have a thing called a vacuum extractor and it actually takes the chlorine gas off the surface of the water and that eliminates about 95% of these toxins that actually cause a reduction in zinc and a reduction in vitamin D3 and can lead to cancer. So chlorine's not a very healthy thing and uh, getting rid of it in the gas that comes out uh, from the body fluids and the chlorine combining. Uh, this chlorine gas is dangerous and this is a company that makes this extractor. So Paddock Pools uh, is the company that, that you should be looking into for that. If you have a pool project in your future, make sure you contact Paddock Pools. And finally, MPB Health. 
they're a medical cost sharing company and they're an alternative to health insurance. They're an alternative that offers a, a 30 to 50% reduction in the cost of your health program. And they do it by uh, having a great wellness program for all of their members. And they also negotiate lower rates for hospitals and for doctors. So NPB Health, an alternative that you should be looking into if you're an individual or a small company because they have an option that's really viable. And these programs have been around for many, many years and they're very, very viable. So thanks again for listening today. We really in, enjoy your, your patronage and your questions and your comments when you send them to us. They're very positive and very reinforcing. And so we appreciate that support and we look forward to uh, you listening to us again soon. And in the next programs, I'll have one of my colleagues back, either Aubrey or uh, Dr. Leninger. And it should be a lot smoother and better than it has been, but I did my best. And thank you again for being here today. Talk with you again soon. Bye for now.